Hey, what's up? Episode, episode 71, KT Confidential we Real Estate yeah. Podcast. We're not dead. I'm Adrian. I'm Ariel. This is episode 71, and we are alive. Last podcast, we thought maybe we wouldn't be alive. Yeah, the world was coming to an end, but things are good. They things, are. Things are good. Business is great. So today... We wanted to talk about, and this came up recently, so uh, I can't remember where it came in on. I had a, 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 no, yeah, it was a client, an existing client that we sold, helped a year ago. And they sent me a message saying, do you do, generally, is it a, a normal practice to complete a preliminary home inspection when listing a house for sale? So... In the last podcast, I told you about our property on Bar, Bar Crescent that yes. one of the offers I knew the people had not seen the home. She asked me if we had completed a pre-inspection, pre-home inspection on the property. And I said, no. Here's why. If... I hire this home inspector or the seller hires this home inspector. How do you, as the buyer, know who that home inspector is? How qualified they are? Is this inspection actually legit? And I'm telling you, from experience, maybe five, six years ago, a home that one of my clients purchased had a pre-inspection. Yes. I know where you're going with this. I'm I took sure. a copy of that inspection. They didn't know I did, but I went literally page by page, took my TurboScan app out, yeah. and I made a copy of all of the relevant information, took it with me. We bought the house. We still had our own home inspection. Two totally different things. Yeah, a lot of things were um, duplicated in, in both inspections, but our inspector picked up things that were conveniently overlooked uh, by the other inspection. So would you actually trust? Now, if it's somebody that I know and it's somebody that's reputable, maybe, but how often is that going to happen? Were they influenced by the seller? Yeah. How do you know? So that's the thing. And that, so in, in the province of Ontario, home inspectors, not well, it's changing. But they don't have to be licensed. They're not governed. No, but it they are changing, They though. are still liable. And there have been lawsuits. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I don't believe, one, I don't believe it's going to impact the sale. There may be some circumstances where perhaps unique circumstances where it might come in handy. I don't know. But in most cases, no. And um, in most cases where I've been involved, where there has been a pre-inspection done, the buyers I was working with wanted to get their own anyways because they didn't trust it. So in busy markets where the thought process is this home looks good, it's in a good location, they've priced it below market value in order to get a lot of interest and hopefully get a lot of offers. And we see this a lot in the GTA. Um, so the thought process is, I got to go in with a firm offer. So no conditions. Yeah. And I'd rather see some kind of an inspection than have nothing at all. And here's my comment to that. Even with a home inspection, you're still taking a risk on any home you purchase. We have seen nearly new homes 
that had mold in it. Remember that one house? One not far from us, the bit underside of all the uh, floorboards. Yep. Totally molded. And yeah. that home was a year old. Yeah. Just over a year old. Just bad materials. From the wrong think. place. Yeah. Yep. Um, I've seen homes that were 50 or 60 years old and in absolutely mint condition and then anything in between. You are taking a risk with any home that you purchase um, and you just have to be comfortable with the risk factor. So depending on the type of property, if you're buying a three-story townhome that's attached from two sides and doesn't have a basement, what's known as a village home, um, your risks do get mitigated a bit because you don't have a foundation, um, a typical basement foundation. Uh, you're protected on three sides on most of them. Uh, so what's the worst that's going to happen? You got a leak in the roof. Well, and like, here's the thing. It's generally the only time it becomes a, a question of, did you get it done? Is if it's a home that has a, a date and time scheduled for multiple offers, for offers to be presented. Correct. Um, and uh, we recently sold uh, 20 DuPont Court in Brampton and we were holding offers. And a couple of the people that did present offers completed their own home inspection. So they knew the date and time that the offers were going to be presented. Yep. We gave them adequate time yep. uh, for people to get through. So during that time period, they went in, booked a two hour window, had an inspector go in, had it done. Yep. Uh, Some of our sales staff have done the same thing over the last few yeah. weeks, get a inspection done before the offer presentation date. Yeah. So from... Uh, and if the homeowner or the seller seller's representative don't allow you to do it, then I would question, like, why? Why aren't you allowing me to bring an inspector in? Have you ever had that happen? I don't think I have. Where I tried to do the inspection before uh, offer presentation date and they didn't let me? Yeah. Uh, I think it happened once years ago and it was just a timing issue it sounded like more than anything it was i believe if i remember correctly it was the day before they were accepting offers and they were booked with showings um pretty much throughout the day at least that's what i was told not sure they probably didn't want an inspection done during all those showings which yeah. that kind of makes sense yeah or does it i i'm a big advocate of having showings overlap and having all that traffic because it generates interest and uh, gets, uh, you know, builds this excitement around the property. Everybody going through this interest that says, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one. I better, you know, get serious about this. So here's my question to you. If you're representing a buyer yes. and you're going into a multiple offer situation, home is really desirable. You don't have the time, the whatever you, you can't, put together a an inspection of your own but they've done a that's my stomach. stomach yeah <sighs> sounded like corona <laughs> um would you trust in any capacity the seller's pre-inspection i would certainly review it yeah something better than nothing is that the yeah is that what the approach you take with that? Yeah. Yeah. And what would you be saying to your buyers? Well, I would be telling them to 
take everything with a grain of salt. It's, you know, one person's opinion of the condition of the home. Um, it's just, it's just something to consider reviewing. Um, but you know, if, do we have time to do our own or is this, we don't have time to do our own? No. No. So you're educating them on, you know, potential issues that could happen so that they're aware of their risks. But yeah, of course you would review it. I've said this before, probably in different podcasts, a home inspector with the exception of the ones that use infrared because they can sort of see air seepage, water leakage with the proper infrared. They can only see what they can see with their eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's as of the day of inspection. The one thing I would do. So as an example. Yes. We sold a home in Burlington that closed a few weeks ago. And everything was good. We had a home inspection, whatever, you know, everything went more or less as planned. Several days after closing, there was an issue with the furnace. Right. You can't, exp- you know. You- I've had that happen. Yeah. I had, had furnaces fail like five days later. Yeah. They had to buy a brand new furnace. Yeah. It happens. Um, the one thing I would probably do if somebody was really concerned is uh, at least get a ladder and try to get into the attic. Yes. Just to look around. Yep. There's... A lot can be said that the inspect the most important parts of the inspection yes. will be foundation yeah. and attic related issues. Yes. Correct. Everything would, else would be relatively cheap. I would say the largest number of issues that have come from home inspections that resulted in serious uh concern whether or not the deal fell apart at that point or mold and whatever, foundation issues. Mold and foundation. You know. What else are they really going to find? Right. You know, turn the taps and here's on, the see thing if there's with leaks. Like, I've walked into homes that smell musty. Yeah. Not necessarily that it has mold. Might be a good indicator, though. Well, it would right? certainly raise concern. Yeah. But yeah, foundation issues and attic issues, those two areas are... Yeah, get up in the attic, see if there's any signs of uh, water penetration, so any uh, discoloration of the and And here's, roof. like, if you go for your first visit, sheathing, first showing. Sheathing? Sheathing. 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 Yeah. Sheathing. Do you ever, you know one of the big things with the coronavirus going around, they're saying not to touch your face? It's really hard not to. Do you ever pay attention to how much you are? Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I've been making an effort, but I just realized I just touched my face because I didn't itch. Anyways, what were you saying? I just, I didn't have toilet paper this morning, so I don't really want to touch my face because my hands stink like shit. (laughs) That's what socks are for. That was a joke, okay. That's what socks are for. Paper towel. Like, are you too good to use paper towel on your soft tush? It hurt. Really? Come on. I've got a sense of... Absorbent as hell. It is, but it's rough. Rough. So, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. You were going to say something. I interrupted you. We were talking about sheathing, roof sheathing, looking in the attic. So, if you go to a home, here's the scenario. So, today's Monday. Let's say you saw a home on the weekend. 
and they're accepting offers on Tuesday or Wednesday. If you think you're putting an offer in and you cannot have a home inspection for whatever reason, or you don't want to, at least schedule another visit back to the house. Yeah, to Go do again. more. This is one of the big problems, people. Like, stupid. How many agents aren't taking that extra step to say, all right, well, listen, uh, I know you want you like that house and you want to put an offer in on it tomorrow or on Wednesday or wherever the hell it is. Uh, we've only been there once. We were only there for a half an hour. We have to go in firm because they're going to have eight or nine offers. Let's schedule another visit. I'll bring my fucking flashlight and let's look at it a bit closer. Right. Well, I remember there was a house we sold and... Sorry for swearing. Just I got heated. Just before closing, the buyers of this, uh, buyer and the realtor went Natalie through for... thinks I swear too much. ...for a revisit. She's right, you do. Um, and they noticed at, during this revisit... Uh, a you dis- don't swear enough. A discoloration... Except when you're pissed at me. A discoloration. Usually when I'm cutting you off. In the ceiling, uh, the, the in one of the bedrooms, okay? Now, first of all, it was always there. Always there. Uh, as an aside, they never had proof that it wasn't. So if you're buying a house, take pictures of every fucking surface. Is that better? Every surface. I feel the passion Every now. wall, every ceiling, so yep. that you have a reference point for if there's any changes... When you move in. Yep. But they didn't notice this. Appliances inside and outside of the appliances. Serial numbers, everything. Yeah. Um, They didn't notice it. And the reason. Anything that's included. The reason they didn't notice it was because during the initial visits, people are so excited and caught up in the moment and they're not really paying attention. It happens all the time. Oh, I didn't realize there was a nick in the wall there. You know, and we run into this all the time. People move in. They say, oh, your clients made a. You know, scuff on the floor. No, it was actually there already. You just weren't paying attention. So I agree. Take the second visit before the offers. Slow down. Walk through properly, and really so thing, take in what you're what you're buying. Here's my pro tip for everybody: when you do go back for that second visit, bring a flashlight, bring a little ladder, um, maybe even bring a second set of eyes. Like bring mom or dad. No, or, don't yeah, bring mom yeah, or dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe not mom, not or, mom or, dad, or dad. Worst decision ever. Bring bring a buddy. Yeah, bring a buddy. Bring Good a buddy. Uh, a buddy that's not afraid to speak their mind. Yeah. And not somebody that's just going to blow smoke up your ass. It doesn't and have get to be a professional. It can even be a friend that has no contractor hat on, you know, like not a. can be just a, a friend. Because sometimes the second set of eyes, they'll see things, right? Especially if they're not emotionally connected to the home. They're not interested in buying the home. So they'll say, hey, did you notice at the corner of that wallpaper that it's already peeling and bubbling? And it looks like the ceiling is staining a little bit there. You'll you'll get a different set of eyes. Bring a flashlight. Bring a ladder. Um, You know, we carry our moisture meters and our receptacle testers. Those are great tools to well, have. That's how I took care of that problem with the mark in the ceiling. I went there. I put the moisture meter on the ceiling. It was reading basically zero. Yep. I took a picture of it, sent it to them, and they were like, oh, okay, I guess there's nothing wrong with it. Yep. But going back for that second visit, you know, and then you see in the first visit, you probably didn't take photos. 
No, for sure. You probably didn't take photos of the appliances, the inside and the outside. Well, because the, of the first visit, the, they weren't. Uh, they, they didn't, didn't know, know for sure they were going to buy it. Right. So you went are you going to do that at every house you go see? You, you, no. You went out and you saw five, six homes in the day, and then you went home. You talked about it. Now it's Sunday night, Monday morning, and you decide, oh, we're going to put an offer on house number three that we saw. Right. You didn't get prepared. Neither did your realtor. Quite honestly. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of the time. You need the serial numbers, evidence of what you're buying. Look at it a little bit closer. Now, maybe pull out the furnace filter. See, is the filter clean? Were there any stickers on the furnace that it was properly maintained? Um, run the appliances. Run the washer, the dryer, the stove, the microwave, the dishwasher. Make sure you're canceling it and draining it and shutting it off before you leave. But you can you can test. Why you do can those test stuff. Revisits as well. Yeah, we do, but do it before you buy if you can't have a home inspection. Yeah. Uh, take pictures of the uh, electrical, uh, so the the panel, the electrical panel. Take some photos, see the wires coming in, if they're, you know, marked, not marked. Um, do your due diligence, right? Like if you're going to yeah. spend... Well, here's another thing with eight, home nine. inspections. If someone is reading a home inspection... Like home inspectors have to take into consideration that they are liable for any problems, right? So if something arises from an issue that they maybe made out to be not a big deal, they could get into trouble for it. So when you're reading a home inspection, there it could read like the house is falling apart. Right. But the, if, the doomsday report. The doomsday report. But if you're there with the home inspector going through the home. This, and this house has coronavirus. That's right. But. And there's been many, that's why I'm very picky about home inspectors I use, because some of them just don't know how to deal with people, right? Like they, they blow everything out of proportion. They, they get, they... Or they just don't know what they're doing. Or they don't know what they're doing. Um, so I don't like reports. I think it will turn more people off than it will help. Yeah. At the end of the day, people want to know, is the house safe? Number one. Number two, what kind of condition is it in? And what are my expected expenses? After taking possession. Right. That's that's what it boils down to. Anyway, I don't trust pre-inspection reports. You can use them as a very soft guideline, but otherwise get your own pre-inspection. Yeah. Do your due diligence. Go back to the house a second time, maybe before you put an offer in. Who knows? Maybe you go back a second time and you didn't realize the master ensuite window looks directly into the neighbor's master ensuite window and neither one of you have window coverings. I don't know. Shit you find out the second time. So no, we generally don't believe in pre-inspections. No, we don't do them. Very, very seldomly do we do them because... It's never for everything we just said. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to the first this 20 minutes, 20 minutes of this yeah. podcast, that's our answer. Um, so that's episode 71. Next yeah. week, what are we going to talk about next week? Do we have an agenda? Mm, fly by the seat of, seat of our pants. March break and what you're doing with your kids. No, this is March break. Yeah. Well, it's been extended for two weeks. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. So March break ends now. March April break. April 5th? 6th. 5th. 5th. Yeah. 6th. Don't take your kids to work. 
That's episode 72 of the KT Confidential podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, follow, and comment.